Hello, and welcome to another very special quarantine episode of My Rundle Biz Podcast. I'm Grayson Orfe. And I'm Allison Akers. We are your hosts from Anne Arundel Economic Development. And we are here a year later. We are a year into this pandemic. We're in March. This is, I think we had our last in-person uh, podcast episode way back in March of last year. Yeah, yeah. And it was just right on the edge of everything. And, you know, it was, it, everything was so new, you know, what we're going to do during quarantine. Like, what's, you know, so quarantine's was, only going to be two weeks. What are we going to do for two weeks? Exactly. We're like, oh, it's going to be a vacation. No. <laughs> but, you know, I think we are at the finish line. Everybody feels like we're at the finish line. Absolutely. We got to just keep doing what yeah. we've been doing. Um, I think that. We've got vaccines rolling out. Um, I'm very happy to hear about how they um, are rolling out to more people by the end of April. I think just recently, um, Anne Arundel Economic Development hosted two vaccine webinars. Uh, you yep. can actually check those out on our Facebook page. There was some really important information from our Anne Arundel County health officer, as well as a, a local attorney talking about how liability is in the workplace so I mean there's still conversations to be had yeah yeah and I mean and just like you said earlier I mean we're pushing towards the end of this we're pushing towards the goal and right now I just think that if everybody still stays safe they still do the things that we need to do then you know hopefully you know this time a couple months from now we should be you know back to somewhat normal you know yeah. like, I think would be, you know, great and it would be ideal for us. So, I mean, Absolutely. I'm certainly looking forward to actually, I want to do all these podcasts that we did during quarantine over again. In <laughs> I want to meet everybody in person and then we just do it all over again. So we've got like season two and three all in the books because <laughs> we're going back and we're going to see all those people again. So it's, it's, it's great. And, um, you know, Allison, who, who do we have today? Who, who's, who's so who? I am so excited for this one and I would love to meet her in person. So hopefully we will make that happen. But, um, so like I said, we're shooting this at the very end of March, but I'm so excited that we got this in because March is women's history month and what better guest to have than to be sitting down with not only a local CEO um, of, a, an, of an Arundel biz, but an important mentor in our community. So Kim Groves, CEO of KCW Engineering. Kim, introduce yourself, welcome. Oh my goodness, thank you so much, Allison uh, and Grayson. So I'm Kim Groves. I am the president and CEO of KCW Engineering Technologies. We have, we've been around for 41 years, one of our last, a lot of conversations these days on, you kicked it off with, when was the last in-person, uh, you know, podcast for us, we go back to December of 2019, when it was our last just blowout entire together. We were at the center club in Baltimore city, celebrating our 40th anniversary with a gala. And, you know, looking back, if we, if we would have known, I'm still not sure we would have celebrated any harder, um, but, uh, but it was just a really great night. And so we've been around for 40 plus years. I've been with the company for 25. Um, I don't know if any of our questions will 
take it a little deeper into my background, but you know, KCW is a second generation company. Uh, my father was one of the founders. Our cool. is, uh, is my sister. And it's something that, you know, has been part of me, um, just about my entire life. And anytime I have an opportunity to sit with great folks like you all and talk about our business and what we do, it just, it really, it hits, it checks off all the boxes of what makes meaningful work for me. So um, I'm excited for us to talk today. Well, now this is the thing. So what brought you to KC, KCW? So um, I always, other than, I'm pretty sure that someone would tell you that probably when I was five, I wanted to be a veterinarian. And then it changed yeah. to be a marine biologist when I was like about 11. Um, First car driver. <laughs> okay, there you go. What about you, Allison? Veterinarian. Veterinarian, right? I wanted a cat. My parents did, wouldn't let me have a cat. Maybe I thought if I did that, I could have like all the cats. I'm not sure. So, but it didn't take long before I realized that I loved working with folks I loved working towards something that created tangible results. And I was also being raised in a home where, um, you know, our mother supported us in so many ways. And our father every day brought home stories of running a business, building a business, and it, and it was engineering and surveying work. So for me, I couldn't have been more excited to kind of head off to University of Delaware um, before you knew it, I was celebrating, you know, I was coming home winters and summers interning at KCW. Um, at that point in time, we had another office in Easton, Maryland. I was just talking about that this morning on one of our PM calls. And I, you know, got to spend time with, uh, you know, the surveyor that was running that office. And it's just, it's always been, it's always been part of me. And I feel like it's been a true, um, it's been almost osmosis, right? I witnessed it. It wasn't deliberate until it was. Uh, you know, I, I spent my winters and summers being paired up with amazingly knowledgeable, strong female engineers at a time where, look, KCW, we have, we've always, there's, there's, it's, it's about what you bring to the table, right? Mm -hmm. It's been um, about anything other than that. So we've always had a very diverse staff but um, for me, it wasn't until I had opportunities like this to look back and I thought, wow, I had, I had folks in my corner before I even realized I had a corner. Oh, that's a great wow. story. That is great. That is great. So in getting your start with KCW, what were, what were some of the challenges that you had? Because you said that, you know, you pretty much made a seamless transition then. Was there anything, you know, that kind of you know, you might've done differently or, you know, any challenges? Well, I had moments towards the end of my college career that I wasn't going to join KCW, that mm. I was going to purposefully um, cut my teeth at another engineering company. And I'm so thankful that my father supported that. I ended up kind of realizing that was almost a, you know, it would have been a backwards situation. I had, we had a team. Yeah. I had existing relationships. We do good work. If I want to learn, if I truly want to commit to my career, why would I do it anywhere other than this company that, um, that was going to provide me the best of all I was looking for anyways. So I think looking back, 
Um, that was something that is interesting, especially now that I'm raising children, uh, you know, to kind of visualize it as the child, um, you know, and, and see what it was probably for a parent to witness me going through that. Um, like I said, I'm always thankful that, um, that my father kind of supported me through and said, do whatever you're going to do, Kim, you know, just know that KCW is, is, is where we're at and there's always opportunities here. And I'm thankful that I didn't go that direction um, because now I couldn't imagine working a single day anywhere other than here. Um, awesome. You know, I guess I'd also say that our, in terms of difficult times, I don't think any of our careers go linear. Sure. You know, I, I don't know if you've ever experienced anything like that. It tends, it does this and then it does one of these. And in here, holy moly, all mm -hmm. the learning right? All the, minutes, all the learning, all those moments that we could have a whole podcast on yeah. the ways that I try to share with our staff on, you know, look, we have missteps. Here's the thing that I did when I was in your shoes and here's what I learned from it and all that. I think our careers, they go exponential in moments. And I think that's when you really have your gut checks on like, where do you want to be? What are you going to learn from this? How are you going to take this setback? And then you get to your next plateau and you work and work and lo and behold, you know, it's yeah. your moment to shine. Is those trials by fire. Yes. Right. Yeah. I, I'm so glad you shared that story. I think a lot of um, family owned businesses might go through similar mm -hmm. challenges and just conversations like that. So mm -hmm. that's really interesting. So Kim, you recently won a really awesome award from the Baltimore Business Journal. You are the mentor of the year. That's pretty incredible. And you should really, yeah, give yourself a pat on the back. Um, it's a fantastic accomplishment. Tell us more about your mentorship work in helping to create a STEM pipeline here in uh, Anne Arundel in the region. Sure. Um, so I appreciate you saying that. It, um, we, Look, before we, before we hit the record button, we had a pretty candid conversation about all the things that come on the back end of just getting up every day and doing what you love. Um, and this is one of those, right? I get to, I get to talk to y'all and be on a podcast. Which is <laughs> um, so for me, I, I had opportunities to be exposed. My life was, my life story is that I was raised by an engineer and a land surveyor. I was, I had an opportunity to come in and to work under amazing folks, right? So now that I'm in this position, now that I have worked my way up through the company, who am I to not take that and multiply it, right? Because last year on the panel, um, one of the panel members spoke the words you can't be what you can't see. And I loved it uh, for a million reasons. Um, I loved it because it was another moment for me to do more self-reflection on. I saw it and it didn't occur to me. It didn't mean I had moments where I'm like, oh gosh, can we do this next? But I, I had seen it modeled, right? So I want to find um, I want to find ways to work with other women and men in the area and take um, high school young ladies who quite possibly they know exactly what they want to do. Because if I've learned anything, I'm going to tell you that, um, you know, the young women that are in the local high school STEM, um, STEM programs, 
they're killing it. I mean, yeah. I look back and I think I'm like, oh my word, like how do they, how are they doing all this? You yeah. know, they're in, um, they're in amazing programs in their school. They're giving back to the community. They're working jobs. They're in sports. I'm in all of these young ladies. And, um, you know, I just think that if there's a way that we could take all that they're doing and provide them with resources, even a resource guide of local men and women who want to support them in, you know, opportunities in a company. Could it be a one day shadow, a one week mentor, a, a summer long internship? Um, that was the program that we wanted to create. And last year was a real kickoff point for us. Uh, we were able to team with some amazing schools uh, with um, North County, Cat North, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, South River. Uh, yeah, the big STEM these, schools. These are just, they're, they're amazing kids and amazing teachers that are supporting them. And the young ladies that we got to interact with, um, I'm just, you know, I'm really thankful for that. Brittany, uh, <laughs> Brittany was, you know, and maybe we'll get into this. Um, she was one of our runners up, um, but she became an employee of KCW. Really? Oh, cool. Yes. Wow. She's working for us. She's currently focusing on her education at UMBC, um, wow. and she, but come May, she's going to reach back out to us and I can't wait for her to come back. She's gotten involved in things like field work processing, working on the accounting side, you know, just really being exposed to engineering and all the ways that, that we can do that. So what's your favorite part about mentoring? I mean, I think I can tell the passion in your voice, but what's your, what would you say is your favorite part? Well, I think that it allows, it allows an opportunity to do something today that could impact the future. And I think that in today's hustle of the day to day, right? Zoom meeting here, you're working towards that, you're doing all these things. Like, I don't mean for what, but a little bit, I mean for what. Mm-hmm. And so there's, look, KCW has a hundred plus folks. They're depending on their teammates that we're all working shoulder to shoulder. They're depending on their leadership, myself and our partners to make good back-to-back decisions on the next right move for our company and support them in that. But what are we doing for the next generation? And how are we giving back on, um, on the ways that are showing support for what I think is a really amazing field. And so, you know, KCW does a lot of civil electric, you know, uh, surveying work. And I'll tell you that it seems to be the robots and the mechanical engineers that get all these sexy ideas of like building robots, but designing a neighborhood and making sure the the toilets flush and you have a road to drive on and all the water goes into the storm drain system is pretty sexy too. So I absolutely, (laughs) we can't offer you. Especially when it works, especially when it works. Yes. Yes. We can't (laughs) offer you a career of, of, of robots, but, um, but we're doing some really, we're doing some really cool stuff. <laughs> that helps build the community. Um, I mean, you're building in Arundel basically. That's yes. That's really and cool. in life, that's kind of what we're all building something right yep. now. And that, and that was going to be my question for you. Like, mm-hmm. cause what, what about your why? 
Like, you know, because I hear the passion and I hear everything that you want to do. And usually at the base of something like that is a real deep reason of why. Like, what is your why that you do everything? Well, um, my why goes a lot of ways. It's that I think one of the things that motivate me most are the folks that are depending on me, right? Whether that be my husband or my kids or our team. Um, I think that to stay focused on my why, I'm reminded every day that the decision for, you know, one could impact the other 100. Mm -hmm. And the choices that I make, you know, every day. um, It's a lot of responsibility. Have, have, they have impacts to it, but hopefully I have an amazing team of folks that I work with and that work, you know, that we all work together. I would say my why, look, I, um, I also spent a lot of time in my career, maybe not wanting to acknowledge the elephant in the room that I am one of the daughters of the founders. Uh, and look, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I'm going to pause for so I don't get a little teary, but I hold his position. I'm the only other CEO that this company has had, and that doesn't fall lightly on me. Uh, incredible. And he has always provided opportunities. He shared his knowledge um, so freely. My sister and I grew up in a home where it was learn what you can every day mm-hmm. and share it. And um, I get to do that now, right? And I get to share that with you all. So I think my why is just providing meaningful work uh, to a team that kind of leaves our community even in a better place. Because um, because I feel like that's what I get to do every day. And I don't want it to just be for me. That makes so much sense for how you have fostered such an incredible mentoring atmosphere. That, that really shows. What would you say for, um, what would be your first advice for a business that wants to get into something like that, but maybe doesn't have a set program yet? I think it can be intimidating. I think the word, I think for a lot of years in my career, people would ask me things like, who are your mentors? How are you mentoring? And I think I felt intimidated by those questions um, because it sounds really formal. And now it's become a word that's used so freely. Um, I think I would start by finding your day-to-day moments to do it. And it doesn't mean that you wouldn't put something formal in place, but I would say that anyone who is anyone who is leading anything, um, whether that's, uh, you know, you're the person who is introducing the next entry level person to a community or, or I'm sorry, to a, um, to a department mm-hmm. or, or you're the owner of a company. I think every day there's mentoring opportunities. And I think the more you take a minute to pause and kind of dig a little bit deeper into those moments, you get more comfortable in it. You realize you're already doing it. And for us, um, you know, we were able, I was able to go to the Enterprising Women um, Conference in Florida a couple of years ago. It just so happened that um, my partner and I were being honored as, you know, Women of the Year for that award. We went to the conference. They had a young Enterprising Women um, group 
of high schoolers that had traveled from all over the country oh. um, because businesses like KCW had had small STEM panel events. Mm. And um, what they what they won was a scholarship to attend this moment. And um, so my partner, Melissa and I, we sat down, we were asked to be, uh, you know, mentors to speak to the young ladies. And we kind of walked into it just excited. We're like, all right, got off the plane in Florida and it's a little warm and we're going to get changed and go to the right, you know, conference room with the young ladies. And we sat in a row of chairs and next to me, we were going through introductions and next to me was um, a VP from IBM. And I was like, oh, well, all right, VP from IBM. I'm going to get my, you know, hi, I'm Kim Gross from Casey, <laughs> Bernie Maryland speech ready. And next to her was an amazing woman who had a international staffing company. And in her free time, she had opened orphanages. And I was like, well, this is my moment um, <laughs> to get it together. Yeah. Uh, there's a reason that we're here. Um, there's a reason that you've been asked to the table, say what's on your mind, you know, make relationships with these young ladies and also use every opportunity for yourself to be mentored by the ladies that are sitting next to you doing awesome things too. Um, so I would say, look for someone that quite possibly like we did has something in place that you can support their structure um, because it's your way of giving back. And it's also your way of learning the ways to put together a program so that you can then expand it. And that's what we did. I know that many of our staff um, on the business development side of Anaheim Economic Development are really focused on making sure that companies are connected to Anaheim community, um, Anaheim public schools. And I know that there are many ways that the great people over at the Anne Arundel County school system connect yes. businesses. Yes. I will give yep. a plug for that. Yes. Um, I don't know if Grayson's going to touch on this, but you have talked about just so many th good, amazing things that you guys are doing. And I think we've recently, both of us recently stumbled across an article in the Baltimore Sun about um, Amy's baskets. What, yeah. So what um, other work are you guys involved in? So um, it's been it's been really great. While I am afforded the opportunity to support young ladies in STEM, um, my business partner and our executive VP and CFO Melissa Walker has she um, she's a board member for House of Ruth. Um, she has a personal connection to su supporting um, women and children who are impacted by domestic violence. And uh, a few years ago, the opportunity um, arose and was created by uh, Melissa working with um, Amy of Amy's Baskets, uh, Amy's sister, and creating uh, an opportunity where during spring, where a lot of folks would be receiving, you know, at homes and uh, receiving, say, an Easter basket or a spring celebration basket of some sort. Um, the women and children who are going to be spending that time really restarting their life and finding a safe place to be at one of the shelters for House of Ruth. Uh, KCW and our team, along with Amy's family, have put together this year, it was 
goodness, it was 35 baskets for women. It was another 50 for the children that are in the shelters and it's all sorts of things. Um, you know, a cozy blanket, a pillow, some face masks, fingernail polish. House of Ruth does an amazing job of meeting their needs. And throughout the year, we have, um, we'll have a, a donation drive for toothpaste, deodorants, you know, things like that, diapers. Um, this is, this is something that hopefully helps them feel pampered, right? Um, polish, extra hair ties, things like that, right? House of Ruth is meeting their needs and we're hoping that we can do something, um, that, that helps them a little bit closer to feeling normal and the kids it's, it's, you know, it's Easter bunnies and it's the splits and putty and, you know, things like that. And it's it, really cool. Some of these conversations we've had, I mean, I can tell from the top down, you are showing the organization how much you care about your community and having an impact on it. And we've, that has really been a theme of many of our conversations with local business centers. So we're really grateful and happy to hear that. Well, our team, our team like answers the call every time. And it's not like just, you know, and then we'll go, oh my gosh, Melissa will say, we just posted the, the list last week and it's full. And then we'll say, oh, you guys, you rock. Like you filled the list. So guess what? KCW is going to match it and we're going to do it in the form of diapers. And um, goodness, I might need Melissa to, to do some fact checking on me, but I think it was 500 diapers. Wow. And, you know, on top of that, and it's really great. I'm, I'm going to push it right back to the team because we have folks that give of their time and financially in a way that I haven't experienced um, before. And it's, it's just really awesome. We're blessed. We're blessed to work alongside of some really great folks. And it's, it's awesome, especially during this time, because during the pandemic, yes. you know, everybody is feeling it, you know, yes. everybody's going through a whole lot. And it's just, it's so awesome that we have leaders like, just like you in Anne Arundel County, that give back, but not only give back because it's the photo op or it's because it's anything else, but you give back because it's in your heart to do so. And I think of anybody who gives back so much, there is kind of that, you know, you're giving back, you're giving of yourself. What, what are some of the mental health techniques that you have? Because you're giving back you're doing an amazing job with everything. You're doing an amazing job in business. What are some of those, you know, how do you keep your mental health up? How do you keep your, you know, because you're doing business. Stamina, strength. There is a fatigue. And you're a mom and, you know, you're, you're a wife and, you know, it's, it's a lot. So what, sure. what do you do? Well, um, well, I certainly have not figured this one out in time. <laughs> I will pass along a couple little nuggets of things that I found. Please, please, um, please. so we have had, we worry about that for our staff as well, because fatigue to this, I mean, our right. KCW was also moving our offices. Now it was across, look, I hope when this is all over, I would love you guys to come visit us. Um, yeah. kind of, like maybe you can see us. We moved from one drive aisle, we only moved a drive aisle over, but if you've ever moved, it doesn't matter. Oh. If you're moving your house next door or your business down the hall, like you're still moving, right? A move is a move. <laughs> yes. The world was closing down as we were moving. Um, so, so, so much of our staff hasn't even seen 
inside of the office. You know, mm-hmm. we're operating, um, there's, you know, 13,000 square feet. There's about 13 to 15 ish of us. And we're, we're continuing to add staff safely in the office. Um, but, and then to work from home, I mean, they shifted our, our team pivoted because to, for them, we always felt deeply that for them to feel safe, they needed to feel safe, right? Which meant from home. So what can we do over the weekend? It was like, everyone left on a Friday, went home. And whether you were on our in-office team or the at-home team, you had to check, you know, do all of your connections. You know, we're using Splashtop, we're using Zoom. These are all reasonably new things to us. Mm-hmm. Here last like March 12th or whatever it was. Um, so everyone had to check it. And um, at that point in time, I think people start feeling a little bit better. Okay, well, I can work from home, right? If Then it was all about how can we make our clients feel safe, business continuity, that kind of thing, right? The, the best way I think for your team to feel safe is to know that they have work to do because they're at home, they're protected from the virus. But right. what does that mean, right? Work to do. So we focused a lot on business continuity. There's a fatigue to that. Mm-hmm. working from home when does your day start when does it end yep. i haven't entirely figured that out yet you all like i haven't um i'm in the today. <laughs> i'm in the office today and that helps um but for the large majority of our staff that's still difficult and parents have children home uh, quite possibly are um single or older and don't have children at home that can be lonely how can we you know how can we instill some healthy habits so that's what we did we had a healthy habits challenge and it rewarded you not just for getting out there and jogging. Um, I was working every day to get my points because I am kind of competitive. Um, <laughs> I was like, okay, well, I didn't jog today, but did I listen to a podcast? Yeah. Check. Did I five, 10 minutes to meditate? Check. You know what I mean? All right, I got two points. Like, did I drink water and give up soda? Check, I can do that too. Um, So we definitely have had a couple of times where we focused on the mental health of our team. We, um, and and when I say that, what I mean is I'm part of the team and it helps too, you know, because, um, because you can't be all things and you certainly can't be all things to all people in the middle of a pandemic. And if you don't, take a minute and go, I need this for me right now. Um, And it might just mean, you know, getting the calm app. I laid in bed next to my daughter and we were like, okay. And you know, like the calming voice is like, Mm -hmm. attention to your feet. Like, what do you feel? The heaviness from your legs lifting. And I was like, Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yoga has been my go-to, but I tried some meditation for the first time. So I think it has people trying new things. Fresh air 15. We, uh, we use Slack and we created a channel, um, fresh air 15, get out, get out at lunchtime in the morning, get out in the middle of the day. Cause we're working from home. And if you need to step away, do it right. Grab your dog, grab your kids, go by yourself. Um, so folks snap, you know, fresh air 15 photos and they share them with the team. And I think that inspires you to go, oh, well, John got out there. Gary got out there on his kayak. Like, that's cool. Like maybe I could do that. Or maybe I can just take off in the community. So that's what we've tried to do. That's awesome. That's awesome. I tried to do the same thing. I just run away from my children. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) My husband will go, just act like your mother is not here. (laughs) I'm like, but they see me. Listen, it never, it never works. (laughs) <laughs> he's not available 
<laughs> now my husband's a school teacher. So, oh. um, mm. so he, uh, was in our, thankfully we had a room available in the basement and he was teaching and I have to, I have to give credit to our teachers. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Uh, but you know what? Also to the parents and I, I guess really, I need to give credit to everyone because that's really hard for the parents who are working at home to make sure their kids are at the, you know, the Google meet and for these kids, I mean, they're doing it. And this idea that they're falling behind, they're not falling behind. No. They are, they're living through this in a way that just, I commend them all, but Absolutely. teaching is tiring. And I would hear him from the basement and it would be like, good morning kids, you know, with like the joke of the day and all this other stuff. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's important to decompress after what, what grade does he teach third grade third grade oh boy yeah yeah that's energy that's energy because you got to keep your energy up because <laughs> if you don't yes. oh man <laughs> so I think you mentioned you had 100 some employees you were just moving offices it feels like from what everything that you've said KCW hasn't missed a beat during the pandemic um what is what's your next focus? I think before we got on here, you had talked about how you're still hiring. So I mean, we are. What, what, are, you, what are you guys focusing on? Yes. Um, so, so thankfully, we're we're hiring and we're growing, and um, there are a lot of positions. Whether they are going to be on the field work side, we have manhole entry crews, we have survey crews. The manhole entry work is amazing work for. Um, an entry level person that likes to be outside, that has a technical mindset, wants to learn new things. I mean, KCW, we're in and out. We do a, we're a we're a EOC for excellent, which means we're an engineer of choice. We do work for BGE. We do work for Pepco. Um, our 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 manhole entry folks, they are in the manholes of our nation's capitals. You know, electrical every day. Like it's cool work. We're creating. We talked a little bit about you know, tangible work and creating things. I mean, our designers, our field folks, they're um, putting together a project that's literally keeping the lights on. You know, it's the new restaurant that needs, you know, higher amp for new equipment. It's the ailing um, parent that needs elevator or, um, you know, additional facilities. So there's there's a lot of great entry-level positions there. We're also looking for, um, you know, folks who have been doing it, but want to do it somewhere else, you know, for, for project managers, um, for, you know, all sorts of folks. We have a lot of positions that are open right now. Where can people find that information if they want to apply? They can go to our, um, they can go to our our, uh, website. Uh, They can also email directly at resume at kcw-et.com. And, um, you know, we have an amazing HR and recruiter that can get them hooked up and in the system and interview scheduled right away. Perfect. That's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, especially during this time, you know, a lot of people have lost their jobs. A lot of companies have downsized. And for you guys to continue growing is it's amazing. It, it really is. It's a testament just to show, you know, just the culture that you guys have there. Because if you have the culture at a at a at a workplace, it makes it so easy and it makes it so wonderful to go to work. And I I I could imagine coming to to your job and 
just actually enjoying just the the atmosphere that's there. I mean, it's it's got to be awesome. It's got to be awesome. Uh oh, it sounds like Grayson. We're gonna lose Grayson. <laughs> I mean, listen. Um, <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I mean, because we've heard, you know, through the pandemic, we've heard a lot of other businesses that have, you know a lot of things have crumbled and that there have been a lot of, a lot of heartbreaking stories. And just the fact that you guys are a business that has survived and still continue to give back to the community and still, um, you know, have been instilling in your employees. I mean, it's kudos to you guys. You guys have, have, you know, been an example and have really done a great job during this pandemic. I will say, even though, even through the heartbreaking stories, most of those come out with resiliency stories. Sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I appreciate you saying that. It really, I'm going to give it, you know, a lot of credit back to the team. They, they pivoted, they, you know, kind of, you know, stayed focused on what needed to be done to get the work done. And it wasn't always easy and it's still not always easy. I'd be lying. I, I don't want to paint it as, you know, rainbows and unicorns. There's a, there's, you know, there's days that are difficult. Um, but like I said, we just, we have, um, I'm thankful for the folks that I get to lead beside and I'm, I'm beyond blessed, um, that we have the team that we do because they really see through the moment and, you know, are able to just kind of like dig in and like find that fire in your belly to get us through, say the next deadline or the next push or what have you um, at a time that was difficult. Because to be honest with you, when we were all talking about, you know, two weeks to flatten the curve and, and all these things, it was for a lot of engineering and surveying companies, it's, are they going to shut down the streets? Are we yeah able to, you know, our field work is our lifeline. It's the blood, you know, it's where it all comes in and starts. And if that all would have shut down, if construction would have shut down and all those things, you know, we had a lot of gut check moments where it was like, what are we going to do to protect our team um, and get through this as a team? And we had some scary moments where we talked to them as a group and we said, this is the team guys. Like we're going to, we, we don't have all of your answers, but one answer we do have is we're going to get through this with this team. Um, so that's awesome. I'm thankful to be, you know, a year later. Yeah. Well, maybe Grayson can end us on something fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you this question. Being in Anne Arundel County, what is your favorite place in the county? What is your favorite time to, to, to just let your hair down? And, and where's that at? Maybe so, in a normal world. <laughs> yes. In a normal world, I'm going to tell you, and it really, um, it, it kind of made me laugh. I remember when I was, you know, kind of thinking about, like, I wonder what we're going to talk about. Um, I love to be anywhere on a nice spring or summer day outside along, I think you all might even have it on your website. In Arundel County, don't we have like 503 miles of coastline? Mm -hmm. Yep. That's where I want to be. I want to be, I want to be sitting waterside mm -hmm. with a drink in my hand with my husband. Mm -hmm. And as long as it hasn't been one of those weeks where he says, like, don't act like Thomas here. Um, just with some of my favorite people sitting and enjoying, because I feel like 
There's so many things that make Anne Arundel County special, but that's really one of them is that there is, there's a community and a family and shared experiences that happen on the water in Anne Arundel County that um, that's special. And that's what I would choose. <laughs> I am a typical Pisces sign and I just feel so, so much calmer by the water. That's what I am too. Yeah. So you think have a birthday? Yep. Yeah. yeah, so we 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 appreciate all the water that you know, in it off. calms me. It calms yeah. my soul. I mean, really, my goal is always to get a little bit closer to the water. <laughs> um, our first home, uh, my husband and I lived in a townhouse, and there was parts of the community that were on the water. And every now and then, you could hear like a jet ski. And I'm like, all right, we can. <laughs> you know, and then like, so I'm always working to get a little bit closer. Yep. <laughs> I see there being a boat in your future. Yes. Somebody else's boat. I just want to out <laughs> and drinks and gas money. But exactly. <laughs> oh, well, Kim, thank you so much for talking to us today. This was this was an absolute blast. And and um, you know, we just we just want to uh wish a continued success for you and KCW and you know, you guys, you guys are doing awesome stuff in the community and please keep it up. Yeah. And we're, so we're such a, a testament to women's history month. This is an absolutely great conversation that I'm, I'm glad we're able to share. Yeah. I look, I appreciate it. It's been great um, talking to you all. And absolutely. As soon as, as soon as we can, I would love y'all to come visit us or at least, you know, we can pick one of those folks, one of those places along the coastline. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. We can talk again that way. Yeah, Let's there we go. There. I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for talking to us again today, Kim. Um, as always, you can find these episodes and all of our past ones on of the My Run to Biz podcast on AAEDC social media. So that is Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, on our YouTube channel, as well as on Spotify and all the places that you find your regular audio podcasts. Um, so check us out. Check out arundobiz.org. Um, you, wherever you guys are, we are here sharing the really cool stories in our communities. So we're so happy that we were able to have Kim and KCW Engineering as our story today. Thank, Thank you. you. Absolutely. Yeah, I have a good one. Thank you.